for Jesus his presence on the morning. Before you take your seat, I'd like us to read God's word together standing and I'm speaking to you on the subject that I've called the above only life. The above only life. The life of above only. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 13, the A part, the first part of it. Deuteronomy 28, verse number 13. If you have your Bibles with you, I'd like you to open the Bibles. If you don't have it, just we expect to come to the church with Bible anyway. Bible is not so expensive to buy. And um, at least on a Sunday morning, if you have it on your phone, you can bring it with your phone. But if it's on a Tuesday, don't want Bible in the phone. We want Bible, hard copy. It is the service, but today is a Sunday. It's a worship service. All manner of people come to church on Sunday. Only believers come to church on Tuesday. Praise God. And so let's read verse 13, a part. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only and shall not be beneath. Let's read it one more time. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail and thou shalt be above only and shall not be better we want to read it one time more but I want to read it like a prophet to your neighbor and say to your neighbor let's go now and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail and thou shalt be above only and shall not be beneath you will not be under yeah, I think those of you here, you are, you are livelier. But let me see whether I can turn to you. So I said, you will not be beneath. Glory to God. You can see how you provoke them to jealousy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright, be seated. God bless you. The above only life. When we look for you, that is the place we will find you. When anyone is looking for where you are, they will find you above only. I wish your amen can be better than your neighbor. They will not find you under. You will not be under anything. You will be above only. Let me remind you, child of God, that this is God's prophetic agenda for you as a living Tremite in 2019. And the earlier your spirit configure it properly, the better for you. Because whether you like it or not, January is about to enter the middle level. And it's important for you to begin to configure it. 
ko beres ni fisi nu okan e ko yi odada wi pe yi pe re gege bi omo olorun atomo ijo yi o ni pe ko wa loke ko ma sin lele may this be your experience not just in january but every month of this year every day of the month in the mighty name of jesus above only above only that life is an advantageous life a life of advantage you will have an advantage hey you will be at an advantageous position God will make you to be at an advantageous position. The above only life is a life of privilege. It's a privileged life, highly privileged life. The life of above only is a life of special favor and preferment. A life of special favor and preferment. When you are preferred above others, you are selected over and above other people when others are rejected you are accepted that is the life of above only that is where we will see you i, I said that's where we will see you <coughs> the above only life is a life of victory and exaltation is a high office is a life of victory do I have anybody here this year that want to say victory is what I desire? Is that who you are? Above only is your portion. Welcome to your season of above only. Welcome to your life of above only. In the name of Jesus. A life of victory. A life of exaltation. How God has highly exalted him. That's the symbol of above only exalted highly exalted highly exalted someone under the sound of my voice this year high position will get your portion high position highly exalted him and gave him a name that is above every other name that is a symbol of a life that is above only. Nothing defeating him. Nothing molesting him. Nothing embarrassing him. Nothing causing him to fail. Because he's highly exalted. Above principalities. Above powers. Above thrones. Above dominions. Above anything that is named in heaven. Above sickness. Above diseases. Above infirmity. Above rejection. Above reproach. Above the enemy's contention. Above excuses and accusations of men. Someone you will stay above. Someone you are still not here. I say you will stay above. It will be your daily experience, your weekly experience, your monthly experience in the mighty name of Jesus. 
in your family you will be above only in your marriage above only business above only finance above only physically above only in your mind above only in the mighty name of Jesus raise your hand and shout hallelujah the life of above only become a reality how will it become a reality how do you turn prophecy to reality in your life it's been declared that this is our year of above only how does it become real to you and that's my job this morning in the next few minutes to make you to understand that the way to enter into it is in two ways one by you understanding your real life in Christ your real life in Christ by understanding it secondly by maximizing that real life that you have in Christ somebody say real life say it again Trent Potter's place say real life real life means authentic life the true life that true life is in Christ. Real life, enjoyable life, favored life, preferred life, exalted life can only be found in Jesus. Can only be found in who? So that, that's, that's why a life without Jesus is a fake life, it's an empty life. A life without Jesus is a fake life. It's an empty life. It's an unproductive life. In fact, such a life is a journey or an adventure that leads to nowhere. A life without Jesus is a journey or an adventure that leads to nowhere you will not follow a life without Jesus 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse number 17 it said therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creation of person that never existed before. To be a new creation means there was an old creation. So there is a need for a passing away in order for the real life, profitable life, advantageous life, fulfilling life, productive life to come alive. Am I talking to anybody this morning? the way and behold all things become new the flip side of that scripture is what you read in Colossians chapter number 1 and verse number 27 Colossians chapter number 1 and verse number 27 hear what the Lord said in that scripture is that to whom 
God will make known what is the riches of the glory. Somebody say glory. Say it again. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, kabod, excellency. Superior life. Beautiful life. Because every time you, you speak about glory, you are talking about excellence, you are talking about beauty, you are talking about sweetness of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. What is that mystery? Which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. In order for the glory to manifest, Christ must both be understood. Christ is the basis for which we carry the hope for glory to happen to us. This year, your life will be full of glory. Your life will be full of glory. In the name of Jesus. You know, but I like Apostle Paul. He brought this truth of what I'm sharing with you this morning even more home clearly and carefully when you read Colossians chapter 1. We can begin to read our scriptures from verse number 12. Colossians chapter number 1, reading from verse number 12 this morning. Colossians chapter number 1, verse number 12. The Bible says, giving thanks unto the Father. I'm reading down to verse number 20 as fast as I can. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and light. Begin to see what Jesus offers us. And when Jesus, what, what Jesus offered us becomes what you receive. This is what happens to your life. Who has delivered us? Who has delivered us? Who has? Not that he will deliver us. We are not the people that are looking for who to be delivered. I mean, we are not the people who are looking for who to deliver us. Because he has already delivered us. From the power of darkness. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creation. For by, I like verse number 16. He said, for by him were all things created. Everything was created by Jesus. That which is in heaven. That which is on the earth. Visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Verse 17 said, and he is before all things. Before everything existed, Jesus was. And by him all things consist. Things before, things now consisted because of Jesus. The Bible says in verse 18 that he, Jesus, is the head of the body. The church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. That in all things he might have what? He is not in competition with anyone. He is superiorly superior. He is high and above all things. No demon, no devil, no demon anywhere has the same capacity like him. The Bible says... That in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him, Jesus, should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in heaven 
of things. What are the things in earth? Sorry, of things in heaven. Praise the name of the Lord. This scripture is establishing the superiority of Jesus over angels, over spirits, over principalities, over powers, over demons, over any entity anywhere. Am I talking to Tremor this morning? The scripture is establishing emphasizing the sovereignty, preeminence, superiority of Jesus overall. That is why that song I sang to you keeps giving me a lot of meaning. If I be in Jesus and Jesus cannot fail, Jesus has never failed, then I cannot fail. Am I talking to anybody this morning? Why is preeminent over all things? Is above everything is superior than every other thing. And ladies and gentlemen, men and brethren, it is the reason why Jesus daily is calling on us. To have active faith in who he is to you and in all that he has done for you. For you to enjoy life that is above only. Are you with me now? Maybe I should come to your level now. Hear me well. For this life of above only. To be your daily experience, your weekly experience, you need to have an active faith, active belief in who Jesus is. Who is he? I've read it to you from Colossians chapter number 1, verse, verse, 12, verse 13, verse 12 to 20. The invisible one who created everything that is visible. The one who is preeminent over all things. The one who was not created but created everything. The one that the heaven is attention to. The earth is attention to. The one that everything is subject to. Is authority. Who he is. And then all that he has done on your behalf. Your faith must be strong on those two things. For you to experience the life of above only. It's important that you know, you know. That Jesus is our model. And is our mentor in the school of above only. Jesus is our what? Is our what? Our model. You will never find Jesus under. He is our model. He is our mentor because he wants to teach us to live that same life. John 20 verse 21 he says, As the Father has sent me, so I send you. He told us in the scripture, he said, The works that I do, I want to go and do it. Jesus model a life of above only for us. 
And Jesus is our mentor in the school of Abofoli. The life of above only is not a mystical life. It's not a mythical life. It is a life that is connected to the life of Jesus. As long as you are in him, your life becomes great. That's why I believe that the real life is the life that is authenticated in Christ Jesus. So if there is anything the devil hear this, there is anything the devil loves doing and he has been doing it over the years over centuries he's never tired of doing it it is getting the mind of the born again Christian that born again child of God to be confused and polluted as to the completeness and the potency of Christ's finished work for you if there is anything let me repeat myself to back to my shape to confuse their mind as to the potency the powerfulness and the completeness of Christ's finished work for them on the cross at Calvary. Completeness. Nothing to be added. Nothing to be done again. It has already been done for every one of us. Now, what the devil tries to make believers to do is to confuse their minds. To make a believer to doubt the potency and the completeness of Christ's finished atoning sacrifices for us on the cross at Calvary. May the devil not get you there. But I tell you ladies and gentlemen, he has done this over the years. He tried that, that he tried that against Adam and Eve on the garden of Eden. To confuse them. And listen to me. The devil is not stupid. The devil is crafty. Did you hear what I said? I said the devil is what? It's not what? It's not stupid. As many think. The devil is only crafty. When the devil comes to a person, he doesn't come with total falsehood. Because he knows you will run away. Hello? Did you hear what I said? No, so no. It doesn't tell you total what? False. Because what? He knows you. So no. The devil will not show you this and tell you it is black. That's, it's not stupid. Doesn't do it. What he does 
is to pollute your mind as to what is showing you. Pick a little truth and cover it with falsehood. So that at the end of you look at Abby, 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 there is no smoke without fire. That's what he likes. He likes it that way. When he came to Adam and Eve, did God not say you should not eat of everything in this garden? Number one, he understands there is a garden. Number two, he understands there are fruits. No, am I talking to anybody? Why didn't he come and say, didn't God say you should not drink water here? Because he knows that immediately, they say, no, 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 get away. You devil, I bind you. It doesn't come like that. He talks to them about fruits. He talks to them about garden. He talks to them about God. So there are some semblance of truth in what he was saying. But the crafty nature was what he said. God said you should not eat of everything. So he confused them. Ah, but did he say, did God say everything? Did he say this or did he say that? It has always been his agenda. That is why every child of God must know God. Know God for yourself. Know God for yourself. Know what he has said concerning you. So that when the enemy show up, you are not trying to see Abimi Ogbongotolo so that Danny. This year, you will not be confused. The enemy will not hold you in derision. Let me hear your amen like thunder. Do you know that they fell to his trap? In the New Testament, it came with the same method against Jesus. But you see, Jesus has never failed. The moment he came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, he said, didn't the Lord say? Didn't he say, if, no, you know, the first thing, if you be the son of God, turn this stone into bread. Jesus understood the power of that IF. He could discover who was talking here. Because when God was talking to me, he didn't give me condition. He only said to me, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, settled. God did not say, If you do this, you will be my son. So when the devil came in, in that place and said, If you be the son of God, Jesus said, No. Don't tell me what I already know. I, it is not if. I am the son of God. And because I am the son of God, it is not you that will tell me what to do. I won't listen to you. Easy for him to know. Where Adam and Eve failed, Jesus, the resurrected Christ, the son of God, succeeded. The same test, but against different people, 
One who was confused, the, one, the other one who knew who he was. I know who I am in Christ. Can you tell your neighbor, I, I, I know who I am in Christ. <laughs> I know who I am in Christ. If the enemy cannot confuse you, he cannot stop your blessing. So what it does is to confuse people. But this year, you are over that confusion. So that is why I believe that every believer must learn to guide their minds properly and refuse all the suggestions of the devil. This year you must learn to speak as Jesus has always wanted us to speak. The scripture that I've read to you is very clear. When you have the knowledge, I am concluding now, when you have the knowledge of what I have just showed you, the knowledge of what Christ has done, who he is for you, and you come to realize that what he has done concerning your health is complete. You just know that Jesus, when he went to the cross, he didn't go to the cross to commit suicide. Are you listening to me? He went to the cross for you. He took your place on the cross. I was supposed to be on the cross, dying the death of a shame, a shameful death. But he took my place there. Everywhere the beating, I was supposed to be the one to be beaten. He took the beating for me. When that understanding enters into you, you will not live with sickness for one moment. You will not accept it. I didn't say the devil will not try to afflict your body with sickness. But what I'm saying is that you will not what? Accept it. You will accept the fact that himself was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised because of your iniquities. The chastisements of your peace, of my peace, was laid upon him. By his stripes, I was healed. The Calvary is a place of exchange. It took my weakness that I may have his strength. It took my poverty that I may have his prosperity. It took my, 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 my calamity so that I can have his greatness. Am I talking to anybody this morning? It is a place of exchange. I am not going to allow the devil take away from me what is already legitimately delivered to me. So, what does the knowledge of the powerfulness of Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross, what does it do to you? I'm going to show you about four things that are close. What does your understanding of the completeness am I talking to anybody he finished everything on the cross why do you need to accept and embrace that in your life when you have that knowledge number one what does he do i give you just three things number one he strengthens your faith against negative circumstances it strengthens your faith against negative circumstances when you know what has been provided for you it strengthens your faith it makes your faith to come alive 
What does that mean? It means you will not entertain fear. You will not entertain fear. Because the Bible tells us that fear has torment. (laughs) Fear can torment people. When people are overcome by fear, they will begin to think about dying when they are sick. Rather than them understanding what Jesus said, this is sick, this sickness is not unto death. Rather than them figuring out this sickness is not unto death, because He has promised me that with long life will I be satisfied. Long life will I be satisfied? That's to say that even if I fall sick, sickness is not a death warrant. It is that the glory of God may be manifest. In other words, I may be sick, but I know that by the stripes of Jesus, I am already healed. So when somebody dreams and they say, somebody died, you know that that is that person, not me. Because Christ in me cannot die. Am I talking to anybody? I'm not sure you are here. Am I talking to you this morning? When you read Psalms 27, verse 1 to verse number 3, Psalms 27, verse 1 to verse number 3, I like, I like what I read there. He said, in the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, he said they will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though what break out against me, even in this, will I be confident? This year, may you not lose your confidence. Ah, I say you will not lose your confidence. Fear will not overrule your life. Fear will not dominate your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. But it is the knowledge of the powerful sacrifice of Jesus. And the knowledge of the completeness of the sacrifice that set you sit in your life. Number two thing that the knowledge will do for you is that that knowledge will, will keep you away from fighting useless fights. The knowledge of what Jesus has complete, completely done for you. The knowledge of how irreversible the sacrifice of the blood of Jesus for you on the cross of Calvary has done for you we keep you away from what I call useless fights somebody say useless fights say it again let me give you an I've always used this illustration if you watched the game between uh, Chelsea and um, and Newcastle, which was played yesterday, and you know who win. You know that Chelsea will always win. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. No, no, come on. Are you jealous? Come, come, look at me. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now, 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 if you watch the match, the match ended 2-1 in favor of Chelsea, okay? And you know the time that the the goals came. If you want to re, 
if you want to watch the match again today and you are a Chelsea fan the thing is that the way you will watch it will be different from somebody who didn't watch the match or who didn't have the privilege of supporting a team like that and uh, is watching and uh, you know I don't want to go too far I, I have somebody that we were talking yesterday and uh, the person was telling me story but no, that just leave that you alone you know, praise, praise God so, so you, you can see, you know as we, you, you just look at the way you are watching the match you are not agitated you just know if somebody comes and knocks you and says, ah, you know Jesse is going to lose this, Jesse, this one this one that I finished watching I know the result I knew when they, when they are going to score the goal in other words, you already know it's sorted out. You will not be involved in honesty argument. Will you argue? Come on, will you argue with that person? I won't, I won't waste my saliva on you. You watch and see. At the end of the day, we are going to be on the same place that they will win because it was a match that had been finished. This battle, Jesus has finished it. Am I talking to you? It's not a new battle. Nobody's bringing a new battle. That is why nobody... You see, when I know what I know, you cannot begin to push me into the ring to come and face the devil again. My master faced him. And I am inside Jesus. That is what a lot of believers do not know. Is the reason why they go ahead and fighting the battle that has been won on their behalf. And the devil keeps looking at them and said, This one doesn't know. Praise the name of the Lord. So that's the second thing we're talking about. If you read Colossians chapter 1 13, read Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 to 15. Maybe we'll just quickly just give me five more minutes, I'll be done. You know, because you actually didn't all the time I was teaching them to sing. You are you are following me. Praise God. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Please put that for me quickly. Thank you. The person has helped me. God bless. I celebrate you. Uh, five minutes, I'll be done. He who has delivered us. When do you use the word has? Past tense. Who has? Some people are still thinking they are not delivered. Is the reason they go for deliverance meetings. Because the devil confuses them. To think that, no, 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 no. You know, the problems in their father's house, the blood of Jesus cannot take care of it. The devil makes them to think so. That in fact, you know, in our father's family, you know, a Google, a Google, a Google, a Google masquerade. So, they think that that masquerade power is bigger than the sacrifice of the only begotten son of God. But ladies and gentlemen, that is an error. You have been delivered if you are a child of God. The day you open your mouth to embrace Jesus and confess him as your Lord and Savior, what happens is that deliverance that nobody has ever taught you took place. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has trans? He didn't just deliver you and leave you there. There was a change of position. There was a translation. Someone said, I am translated. He didn't leave you there at the mercy of the wicked one. 
delivered you and translated you into the kingdom not of the one that hates you the kingdom of his dear son somebody shout hallelujah in Colossians chapter 2 let's take care of verse 13 to 15 quickly quickly Colossians chapter 2 verse 13 to 15 Colossians chapter 2 verse 13 to 15 let's quickly look at it he said and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh as he quickened to quicken means to make you alive together with Jesus having forgiven you how some of your trespasses no 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 oh, no how can you say I mean how can you say this is a, a few of your trespasses because often time the devil makes you to think that there are still some trespasses that Jesus' blood did not forgive. All the trespasses. Verse 14. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. That's where you find covenants. That's where you find agreements. Am I talking to anybody? That's where you find the ordinances that was against us. Which was contrary to us. Against us. What did Jesus do to it? He took it out of the way. And nailed it to his cross. All those covenants, all of those things that somebody did against your father, against your mother, in your lineage, he put them and took them there. Verse number 15, quickly, then I leave. And having Mahadayabushan, having spawned principalities and powers in the category of principles and powers are witches, wizards, satanic agents. All of those blood suckers around your places, he openly messed them up. Bible says he spoiled principalities, he spoiled powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. That is why today Jesus is not standing, Jesus is sitting because he's already finished. <laughs> I said it's already finished. Do you agree with me that it's finished? No more battles. I got no battles to fight anymore. Jesus has settled it for me. Stand to your feet this morning. He settled it for me. Complete. That's why above only is my portion. The devil can't stop me. The devil can't stand with me because I am on the other side. I am on the Lord's side. Somebody shout hallelujah. My final statement will be when the knowledge enters into you, the only thing to do is to upscale your mind. Upscale your mind. Upscale your mind. Don't believe the enemy anymore. Believe in Jesus. Let me pray with you precious father I ask in the name of Jesus that your word that has gone forth let it mix with faith in the hearts of your people give them capacity to stay strong with you I ask that from today the position that Christ has put us which is the position of above only for you have made us to sit together with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. Far above principles and powers. Let the mind of everyone under the, fo- under the summer voice. And everyone that will hear me when this tape is, is played. Lord let their minds be configured correctly. Help us to follow you. 
and to reject the ways of the wicked one. I demand that no mind is polluted anymore. Help us to see Christ as he is and to embrace the potency and the completeness of his sacrifices in the mighty name of Jesus. All that Jesus has, we have. All that he has done on our behalf, we embrace. And our lives will never remain the same again. By the authority of the finished work, I cause sickness. I cause disease. I cause infirmity. I cause failure. I command everything that is called barrenness to be neutralized. Whatever the enemy has used to challenge the mind of anyone in this place, I bring it down. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak hope, restoration, recovery to every heart here today in Jesus' name. My Father, I pray that there shall be a flood of miracles in the lives of your people as they step into a new week. I pray, Lord, that favor will attend to them. I demand, Father God, that all that you have given concerning them will locate them. This week, let their let the champions in them come alive. Let the victors in them come alive. Give them the miracle of preferment in the mighty name of Jesus. This week, every place your step is located, it will be a land of advantage. A land of possibility. A land of advantage. A land of possibility. Go and succeed. Ah, go and succeed. Go and succeed. Go and overcome. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I am blessed. Let me hear you shout, I am blessed. I am lifted. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. If you believe that, then it's already sent to your life.